0: Ladies and gentlemen, let Ben and I be the first to say, Happy New Year. Ben, we made Woo-hoo. it through another year. Yes. 2022 was something else, wasn't it, guys? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good year, though, then. Yeah. Overall, it was a good year. It was a fun year. Definitely. Um, when we, when we talk about the movies, though, Ben. It was a good year at the movie theaters. I It say. was. It was. And, you know, that's... We'll save... You know, favorite theater experiences, stuff like that for another time. Actually, the next episode probably when we talk about our best films of 2022. But today, guys, we're looking one day into the future. Twenty twenty three. That's right. We're we're already in twenty twenty three, guys. And Ben and I have been saying this for a while. Probably feels like probably since January actually, when twenty twenty two started, that twenty twenty three was gonna be a massive year <laughs> for the film. Yep. And uh damn, it's we're just we're actually recording this on the fifth of December, so you spoiler know, spoiler alert! A spoiler alert there, but yeah, yeah guys, twenty twenty three is shaping up to be one hell of a year, not just for film, then, but for television too. Like television, there's some really good stuff coming out next year. Mm-hmm. So, as tradition, uh, we've been doing these for the past couple of years now. I think Ben, we uh, dropped these uh, our most anticipated. Episodes on New Year's Eve for you guys all to enjoy before you get drunk at 7 p.m. Yeah. So, if you're listening to us before the festivities start, thank you so much for listening. If you listen to us after, we hope you guys had a great New Year celebration. But we all want you guys to stay safe, uh, but enjoy yourselves, enjoy family, enjoy friends. Ben, usually my sister and I for New Year's Eve, we do a uh, tradition, her and I do a film every year. So, we've been doing that since 20, I think we started 20 back. Back in 2016 with Rogue One was the first Oh, cool And uh, last year we watched uh, Licorice Pizza Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if we'll be Going to see Avatar again this year or or we're Going to do something else. I have no idea What New Year's Eve is in store for us this year So we'll have to wait and see But any New Year's, actually I don't know What's the 5th of December right now, (laughs) but do you Do you know uh, What you'll be doing New Year's Eve, man?
1: Uh, I do not yet. Still setting up plans But don't really have a tradition as of yet, just kind of going with the flow where we're going to go. But I do enjoy watching that uh, New York ball drop, so
0: wherever I am. Uh, yes, the New York ball drop. So anti-club at the very end. I used to really right. enjoy all,
1: all the music and stuff before, too, but <laughs> now I'll catch 10 minutes and be fine.
0: Well, guys, it is that time for Ben and I to give you guys our most anticipated films of the year. But before we get to that, we have to hit our question of the day. And Ben, our question of the day is actually uh, a a question for both of us. What is our most anticipated shows of 2023? Uh, You like how I did that, Ben? You like how I tied that That was good. That was good. I I thought about that uh, a couple hours ago. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Here we go, guys. So, yes, we're going to be talking about our most anticipated shows first before we get to the movie. So, buckle in, guys. Grab a snack. Grab an alcohol. Whatever, whatever you want. Enjoy yourselves. But, Ben, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Mm-hmm. 2020, feel like I was saying earlier, is going to have some incredible streaming shows out next year. Now, you know, with shows, it's tricky, Ben, because a lot of times, especially you, Netflix, they don't tell us when stuff comes out until a couple of weeks before, or in Netflix's case, uh, the day of day. release. So, you know, it, it it was tough, but, you know, we do know some stuff that's coming on next year, Ben. So I want to go to you first. I, I texted you this morning, like, hey, if you have three to five film or, uh, shows you want to share, you know, let's go ahead and knock those out. So, Ben, do you have uh, three to five shows you want to mention that are your most anticipated?
1: I put together a little list of five shows.
0: Oh, actually. I did too. All oh, nice. right. Look at us. Ben, I have the same page. Yeah. 2022 ending strong. Virtual high five. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, right on time. All right. That was the, good. Uh, Barney Cell 5 There yep. we go. That was. <laughs> I made some other reference there. Yeah. I had I stop watching that show so much, but I really, it's an addiction.
1: That's fine. Uh, okay. So I guess real quick, kind of run through. So I had
0: uh, only murder. No, real and... quick. I mean, you can explain why you're excited. I mean, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a okay. Show. We can do whatever the hell we want to, That's man. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You no know like right. bosses are around to tell us what to do.
1: Well, for ten minutes, I'm going to explain my enjoyment for only murders in the building.
0: (laughs) Calm down, there, buddy. Okay, all right, I'll slow down. Cut it
1: back a little bit. Uh, Only murders in the building, season three. Okay, Uh, is that confirmed for 2023? I am pretty sure. Okay. On a list I saw on Google, it's uh, probably whatever. Yeah, because it has been yearly so far. Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I I really enjoy this show, even. Season two kind of was a, was a different feel somewhat and had, uh, you know, different characters coming in and out and maybe a little bit of an easier guessing game there. But I, I really enjoy the chemistry between the three main leads and episode to episode. I have a lot of fun, but then it's also pretty intense, too, especially near the end. So, yeah, really interested to see where they go with this one. They set it up, interestingly, at the end of the second season. And good old Paul Rudd's joining the cast too.
0: You know what? I actually had that spoil before I even watched the episode, and I was like, "God damn it, internet! Thank you so much." <laughs> no, seriously, oh, I was man. like, I was on YouTube, uh, just looking up a, you know, just watching, finding one of my uh, sports videos to watch in the morning, and then one of the recommended videos was Paul Rudd cameo. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, shit!" <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I think I saw that like he joined the cast. Is what I the headline I read, but I didn't expect them okay. to show up at the end. But gotcha, gotcha, semi spoiled, gotcha. I guess too. Then the next one I have is Ted Lasso, because we don't have a firm date, right? I think we. Yeah, can I try. actually
0: put that as like an asterisk for myself because we don't have a confirmed date. But yeah. I think everyone since it didn't come out this year, they assume it's probably going to come out early next year sometime.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was even hoping for end of this year.
0: I was, too. I was like, Christmas time would be a perfect time mm-hmm. to drop Ted lasso, man. Mm-hmm. Especially with that Christmas episode last week, last season. Oh, so. yeah. So good. So
1: good. Um, yeah, uh, of course, I'm kind of late to the party with this one, but I I loved yeah. and <laughs> binged those two seasons, too. I'm so... so oh, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, really excited to see what they bring. Bring it home for the third one, too. It's all right. It's the, the last one, right?
0: Oh, don't make me cry, man. Yeah. Do not make me cry. That's just... Oh, Apple, don't do that to us. Please just give us more Ted Lasso. We really, we really need it.
1: We deserve it. In fact.
0: Yeah, we do. Jason ain't doing anything. Yeah, he's got (laughs) kids. Whatever. Uh, We're more important.
1: Okay. No comment there. Uh, Next one (laughs) I have is Skeleton Crew. I don't know if that one has a confirmed date yet either.
0: I think that's 2024. Oh, you do? Okay. I think I, I could be wrong, but they haven't set a date, but I'm assuming since we're getting two live-action Star Wars shows probably next year, I don't know if we're going to get three, but it is Disney+, Plus, and they pump out content like No Tomorrow, so who knows?
1: Well, so go hopeful, ahead, Collins, okay. hopeful for that one. Don't know a whole lot, but Jude Law's in it, and him in space is really cool, so I I'm excited for that. What's us see. What's the two other ones that confirmed?
0: Uh, Mando heard. and oh, Ahsoka, I think is, re- I think is confirmed for later on that year. Okay. late. I don't, like all time.
1: I don't have as much background on Ahsoka, um, but I mean, of course I am excited for Mando three, not my favorite show of all time, but that one's good too. And hopefully they stick more to the, <laughs> say it every time The the less anthology and more of a straightforward story.
0: You and I differ on that very much. I find yeah. that interesting. <laughs> uh,
1: next, Secret Invasion. I know you probably have that on your list too. Maybe.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I'll leave that one more to you to talk about. Um, <laughs> but my my number one definitely is The Last of Us. Confirm uh,
0: this time because last year we both, we both had it like in our list. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, my word! I the the newest trailer dropped recently as of this recording too. I'm sure everyone's watched it a ton so of times good. by now. So so good. Um, I mean, I just I yeah, I I really hope it's good because even just showing the different locales and then walking through the snow, just that got me excited because it brought back yeah. all the memories of the game. Um, and maybe it won't live up to you know playing through the game and how many hours put into that, but it. It just looks really good. The casting seems amazing, uh, from what we've seen for the trailers, yeah. and the the clickers and zombies and everything look fantastic. And sound just like the game too. Uh, See,
0: that's what got me was just yeah. the way they sound. Man, they got that on.
1: Yeah. Points.
0: Yep. I think that's key uh, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. that. So I, yeah. I, oh my god. But we'll probably talk about more on that in a second. So. Okay. All right, I guess it's my turn. So, yeah, I had some asterisks here. Uh, one asterisk, of course, was Ted Lasso Season 3, so I don't need to delve too much more into that. Uh, the Boys Season 4. We are getting a Boys spinoff series next year, so I don't know if Season 4 is coming out next year or not. Uh, TBD. Uh, the Penguin. Ben knows how much I'm looking forward to that Penguin show, especially since Chris Ameliotic got added to the cast. I, God, I cannot wait for this show, Ben. It's going to be so freaking good. And... um. I also have Ahsoka as an asterisk as well because we know we're still a little iffy on that one. But let's get to the top five real quick here. Number five, Mando! That's right, Mandalorian season three, March 1st. I am so freaking pumped up. Jesus Christ. I was about to say something totally inappropriate. It's pumped for this series. Um, I'll let you know what I was going to say later, Ben. But yeah, I'm, I'm very, very pumped for this series, uh, Ben, because we were a year away from Mando. We didn't have Mando for a whole year. You know, we did get the book of uh, Mandalorian in late 2021.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, that's a you know, stupid joke because you know book of Boba Fett. That spin-off uh, show, really, yeah. Yeah, it was really the book of Mandalorian because <laughs> that's when the show got good. I mean, am I wrong, Ben? Am I wrong? Oh, no. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm very excited to get more into the lore, Ben. And then this chemistry between Mando and grogu Group, it's just so freaking adorable. You know, and it, it, I think this season, Ben, it looks like the, for the first time, it's probably going to be more of a straightforward narrative than the first two seasons. But we all know, I, look, Ben, look, whatever episode Bryce Dallas Howard's directing this season is probably yes. going to be the best one. So yep. I can't wait. And I really like need Kathleen Candy before she gets canned. To <laughs> give her a Star Wars movie, please, because I think Bryce Dallas Howard has earned that at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Number Read. four, I can't wait for this show, Ben. One of the few Marvel shows that get a second season—that's Loki. Loki season two is. Oh back. right, yeah. yeah. Summertime, I am so freaking pumped! I was surprised and I didn't hear it uh, uh, from your list. I was like, yeah. damn, no Loki. That should be on there. Yeah. Loki season two (laughs) is fast approaching, Ben. And we've gotten some behind the scenes books already at some, uh, you know, what Loki might be up to. looks like he's going to a McDonald's for an episode, which would be kind of fun. Who knows what that's going to be all about. Um, There's been some rumors about who the villains are going to be. Some rumors, Ben, are it's going to be rogue uh, TVA agents. So. Oh, okay. So that could be interesting. I'm actually okay if we don't get Kang in this second season because we're going to get Kang later, you know, in Ant-Man: The Lost Media. I have a feeling he will. I think it'd be weird if he doesn't, Ben. But if he doesn't, you know, if he shows up again, like in the last episode, I'm I'm cool with that. You know, I just love this TVA. You know what this show reminds me of Ben a little bit just from its style and everything. Hmm. I kind of Like the Incredibles, they have all this futuristic technology, but it's it's kind of it's got this old school feel. Yeah. Kind of but The Incredibles does too. I don't know why. I thought about. I think about that when watching Loki. So yeah, I'm very, very excited for Loki season two. That cliffhanger Ben was awesome. Yep. Um, we have a different Mobius this time around, so I wonder if the other Mobius will show back up at some point. And Sylvie really screwed things up. So mm-hmm. what kind of what Sylvie are we going to get again? There's rumors, rumors, again, rumors that we'll be seeing an adult version of Sylvie as well. Like I've kind of like, like got a, a more classic, you know, old classic Loki, uh, we'll uh-huh. an adult version of Sylvie uh in this second season as well. So I'm so freaking pumped. I am very excited. And uh yeah, that's, that's my number four. Number three. You know, I always say it's a guilty pleasure, but it's just a damn good show. I love this show. And it's being split into two parts. You season four, guys. Ben, did you not think I was gonna have this on my <laughs> list? Come on now. I you yeah, know. you season four. Ben knows how much I love this show. I still stand for Beck. Ben and I are big <laughs> uh Beck. We are we are we are Beck uh Beck stands here. She got she, she got did wrong, Ben. Our girl got done wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that third season was <laughs> nuts yeah so freaking crazy and now joe is going to london which sweet jesus eventually some someone's gonna have to catch up to this guy right ben i mean he finds his way out of situations every single time yep and with this being split part being split into two seasons i'm like is this a season where he finally gets caught i doubt it he'll probably (laughs) get away again but it's just you know what it is too ben that narrow race by pen basley is just oh it's so good It it really is. So look, it's not one of the greatest shows of all time or anything, but it keep Penn Magic does such a great job in just keeping you invested every single episode. Like he is he's really an outstanding actor. So yeah, you season four cannot wait. First season, first part of season four hits February, and the second part hits March ninth. I think it's February ninth and March ninth. So Bennard knows not to call me. Uh, March, uh, February night to March night, and if you do, it's going straight to voicemail. So, I'd be like you, it was spam. So, um, one and two, Ben. So, this was tough because the Marvel fan of me and the Marvel comic fan of me is has been waiting for Secret Invasion for so goddamn long, and we're finally getting it. On the other hand, though, The Last of Us is my favorite video game of all time, and this show looks phenomenal. So, what did I put at number two? And what did I put at number one? Or did I cheat and put 1A, 1B? <laughs> well, no, I didn't do that. Good. My number two is Secret Invasion. I, goddamn, I cannot wait for this show, Ben. I, I'm getting goosebumps. I decided I'm going to read Secret Invasion while I'm while I'm on uh, while I'm on vacation in Aruba. I'm oh. just going to read it again. I have one concern: it's six goddamn episodes. Mm-hmm. What story are they going to tell in six episodes? Unless each episode is like fifty plus minutes, which knowing Marvel and Disney Plus, it's probably not. So that's that's my only concern. But Ben, this cast is outstanding. I think we're gonna. Get those rumors, and I think it's confirmed. Not really, but we might be getting Nick Fury's wife in this episode mm-hmm. too, or in this series, which I'm very fascinated by. Mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman is gonna be in this show. I mean, what the hell? Olivia Coleman's gonna be on Disney and in a Disney Plus Marvel show. I can't believe those words came out of my mouth, I mean, that's that's just that's crazy to me. And then Amelia Clark as well, Ben. Just. Yep. Game of Thrones royalty, right there, guys. Mother of Dragons is going to be in Secret Invasion, so yeah, I love the storyline. I'm curious how it's going to tie into the rest of the MCU. More looking, you know, and it looks like we're going to get a lot of roadie in this show as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm always down for some more roadie. But it seems to be really been Nick and Tal Nick Fury and Talos' show. So I'm I'm just so damn pumped, and I'm curious when this show is going to drop. Then because Mandalorian drops March first. They say it's going to be springtime, so is this coming after Mandalorian, or is this coming late January, early February? Or are they going to do the kind of thing with Ms. Marvel and Obi-Wan? Have Obi-Wan, or have since March 1st has already been confirmed from Mandal- Mandalorian, have Mandalorian Wednesdays, Secret mm-hmm. Invasion Fridays, who knows? If anything, that's almost sort of a blow to both shows. I don't know. In the case of like Obi Wan and Miss Marvel, that hurt Miss Marvel a lot. Yeah, more than Obi Wan. So, you know, I, I'm I'm curious how Marvel's what Marvel strategy is for these shows. And then number one, Ben, let's go ahead and talk more about The Last of Us because that is my most anticipated show. Pedro Pascal is just damn pitch perfect casting for Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. I'm just if they're going. Straightforward narrative, which I don't think they're going to do for the show. I think we're going to get getting flashbacks since Riley's in this show as well. Mm-hmm. Whenever they show that, whenever whenever they get to the stuff with, with Sarah, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not going to be ready, man. Um, I might need therapy because it's probably going to be even more devastating in the show. Because it was already devastating watching on the in the, in the game. That was just the first yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> The last time us in the first time, was like, yeah, it's that kind of game. Buckle up! So <laughs> I'm very curious, but how what what the how the the structure of this is going to go because of the inclusion of Riley, and as well, I've been hearing then that uh, Ashley Johnson, who actually does the motion capture and voice of Ellie, will be playing Ellie's mom. Oh, show, that's which cool! Which is really neat. That's yeah. really really cool. So. And Ben, we are just now weeks away from that first episode. I kind of want to do something yeah. fun for recaps, not on the Patreon, but just for our regular. Let's like, if we did this daily, weekly recaps of the show, we'll have to talk about that later. But I am just so pumped for The Last of Us. So yeah, my number five, Mandalorian season three, number four, Loki season two, number three, You season four, number two, Secret Invasion, and number one, The Last of Us. Okay, Ben, let's get to what people really want to hear us talk about. That's film. So, 2023, like Ben and I were saying, it's a massive, massive year, and hopefully it shows in the box office because some of these films need to make some money. So and I think it's going to be a good year. I don't know if it's going to be 2019, Ben, but this, this year has potential to do 2019 numbers. Now, the, the day of the $2 billion film, Ben, I, I think is kind of dead for a while. I don't think we're going to see another $2 billion film, maybe until Secret Wars. And that's way, way down. That's 2026. So last $2 billion film we got was Avengers Endgame. There we go. Got my Endgame reference in for the day. So, Ben, we got a lot of great films coming on next year. Let's get down to the Gritty. The floor is yours, your honorable mentions, and then your 10 through 6.
1: Okay. Well, I already feel like I'm going to forget one or two, and you're going to break it up. But this is what I have oh. for right now. Uh. So honorable mentions. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, that's how we're going to come out. I feel like we've heard about that one for a while.
0: It's actually premiering at, Can- at the Cannes Film Festival in May. Sure. Ooh, okay, good, good. I, uh, Izzy, I think also came out. It's, it's going to be out in a few months. So we're we're, we're getting close. We're getting close.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: Ferrari,
0: I'm
1: excited for <laughs> um, Not Not huge into racing or cars, but uh, recent racing and going fast movies have been good. Top Gun included. Uh, Dune two, kind of just missed the list. So it's got a lot going for it. I I like the first one. Both of us, you know, didn't absolutely love it like some uh, fans or sci fi fans, but still, of course, looking forward to it. And I actually I don't know anything about the story. I own the what was it the eighties? Uh, other movie David Lynch, but haven't um I'll probably watch it after this one because I want to experience it first time big screen. And then I threw in Barbie as well, because I am quite excited <laughs> uh, for Barbie. Uh, I feel like there was a Wes Anderson movie with a ton of people in it.
0: Yeah, I also, think so. Uncle Hansel actually in that cast, if not mistaken. Yep, yep, yep. And Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, it was Asteroid City? I think so. Maybe. Or did it change names? I don't know, but I'm excited. Uh, for that one as well, okay. So this is the 10th through 6th list that I made earlier today. So, number 10, because I love the franchise so much, especially the first movie, uh, I have the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel.
0: Yep, there it is. Uh,
1: yep, <laughs> just made number 10. We know very, very little about it. Uh, I think we're going back to New York City and Maybe Ernie Hudson's coming back. It kind of seemed like he was uh, with that little tease at the end of the afterlife. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm really interested to see what they do with this story moving forward, if anyone else is going to come back or um, just Ernie, if, if at all. So, yeah, but going back to New York would be fun. Uh, and I know we got, you know, less than desirable sequel and then um, the. Ghostbusters 2016 film, but I'm still curious. Afterlife was good,
0: and there's plenty of jokes and mayhem to be had. Such a nice surprise! Afterlife was and a very emotional. Yeah, time. so I'm yeah I'm, I'm curious how it's going to turn out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine is where I have John Wick four, and I mean at this point, really it's just just action. <laughs> I'm excited for. There's not a whole lot of story. John Wick three, we got a little more. I guess backstory of uh, Continental and and the history of the assassins and whatnot. Yeah, the High Table. Um, yeah. High Table. Yeah, which is which you know cool, but yeah, we're we're here for the action. Uh, and the addition of Donnie Yin was the biggest pull for me with this one. Um, all the crazy stuff they're gonna do. Okay, number eight. This one it's kind of surprised me <laughs> that I had it this high, but maybe it was. Little recency bias with the, the trailer, but Super Mario Brothers, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, I did not grow up with Nintendo or anything, but recently um, Anna's gotten a Nintendo Switch, been playing a bunch of those games, and Mario Kart is a ton of fun. I uh, always played that at Prince House too. So, you know, familiar with the characters in the world, I guess, but the, the uh, animation with this one. And most of the voice cast seems really cool. This latest trailer focused a lot on Peach, I think, uh, brought her into the fold. And then it's Anya Taylor-Joy, and which I think is excellent. Um, Chris Pratt, I'm still kind of, I like him a lot, but I don't know, is the, the main guy, uh, Mario. But I don't know, looks a lot of fun. And of course, that trailer ended with Mario Kart and Rainbow uh, Road. So bringing that all in together in a beautifully animated movie can be quite fun. Number seven is where I have the Marvels. That's where we start the Marvel films. Um, Yeah. The culmination of all the characters we've seen before coming together into one, I think will be awesome. And we got the, what, like time, not time, but space jumping, I guess, between the characters and, and figuring out what's, what's going on with that should be fun. Uh, Brie Larson, Amand Vellante and Tiona Paris being the main three. And then, uh, yeah, Zawe Ashton is the the villain, I'm pretty sure, we're confirmed. So, yeah, excited to see all of them work together and battle it out. Um, really excited to see a trailer for that one, too. Coming soon, hopefully. Uh, and then number six, this is where I have Mania, Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel quite excited it uh, it looks cool going into the quantum realm exploring that world some more which has kind of been hinted I guess a few times but um, seeing all the crazy CGI and, and characters that are in there uh, will be fun. Bill Murray's in it too which is always a good addition He his little clip in the trailer makes me smile every time he just shows up and smiling so I wonder what he's got to say and yeah i'm just really still say every time the hope in the the story is is good because it the trailer i know is kind of quick but just kind of says oh they get stuck in here and they're trying to get out um which kind of reminds me of no way home a little bit and now that i think about it uh multiverse madness just kind of pulled into a crazy thing and then trying to get out the whole time which can be fun i enjoyed this so uh and then of course king Jonathan Major, super excited to see him. He gives me chills even in that trailer uh, with you know the little part of his speech that he gives trying to convince uh, Scott Lang to give him what he wants. So, yeah, it's my 10 through 6.
0: Okay, all right. So, my turn now. All right, so, 15 through 11. Let's start by breaking Ben's heart early. Number 15, I'll mention... Dial of Destiny, yes, didn't quite make my list, didn't okay. make my top 10, but Ben I knows I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones fan in the world, um, but I'm still excited, don't get me wrong, and mainly I'm excited because it's James Mangold is directing this movie, and I will have, if anyone, I have the utmost faith in James Mangold to direct a really fantastic movie. Number 14, Super Mario Bros, I, I'm sold, I'm in, that second trailer did it for me, man. Mm-hmm. i i just got the nostalgia the the voice cast for the most part I'm, I'm digging yeah the chris pratt thing i'm you know it's it's iffy but this film just looks beautiful and i think it could be this year's lego movie i really do i think uh it has a lot of potential to kind of have that lego movie shock will, will it have the hearts that the lego movie did because that's what made the lego movie so special is the amount of heart it had and it's kind of a little twist at the end as uh, uh, as well. So, yeah, number 14, Super Mario Bros. Number 13. That's right, guys. I will not have three MCU movies in my top 10 this year. My number 13 is The Marvels. I am very much looking forward to this movie. Do not get me wrong. But I think my anticipation only went up because of Amon And... I'm still I look, I enjoyed that first Captain Marvel very, very much. I think it doesn't deserve to hate it yet. I think it's a lot of fun and the back and forth between Bree and Nick Fury was great. The story doesn't hook me right now, though. I'm not really the fan of the switching back and forth. If they can play it off well, we'll see. There's you know stuff going around that there's gonna be a Planet, but that's just all like I'm like they communicate through singing, and that worries the hell out of me. I am very concerned about that section. Hopefully, it's not they don't stay there too long. Um, but Nia DaCosta's directing, Tiana Paris was excellent as uh, Monica Rambeau and WandaVision So I'm very very excited to see her back in back in the fold. And Brie Larson's great. Carol Ever got the marvel. So it's gonna, it, we haven't seen her since Endgame, so it'll be great to see her again. Actually, well, technically we saw in the post credit scene from Miss Marvel, but we really get to see her again in the Marvels. So, yeah, number thirteen is the Marvels. Number twelve, Gareth Edwards is returning to the big screen, guys, with a movie called True Love, with John David Washington and Gemma Chan, Allison Janney, Ken Watanabe, and not much is said right now except it's a sci-fi drama, and it's actually coming up the same weekend as Craven the Hunter, <laughs> which I. So good and, luck. Yeah, was, good luck to crazy. <laughs> I, I think what <laughs> yeah. might will actually be the better film here. Yeah. Uh, and Gareth Edwards, I mean, he's knocked out of the park with his last two films, Rogue One and Godzilla. It sounds like it could be the best of the bunch given this cast. I just hope John David Washington kind of actually wants to act in this. He kind of had a little bit of going to the motions in Amsterdam, so I kind of hope he gets back to being that charismatic John David Washington that I like a lot especially in like films like Tenet and his HBO show Ballers. He has what it takes to be a leading man. And I think him with Gemma Chan is going to be a great pairing. And number 11, The Killers of the Flower Move. My man, Martin Scorsese, is back. Can't wait to see. Him. Of course, he's my favorite director of all time, and I can't wait to see what he's got in store. Another $200-plus budget. So we'll see what 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 all the fuss is about that. But it's got Leo, my favorite actor of all time. And you've got De Niro in there as well with Jesse Plemons. It's going straight to Apple TV+. Plus. Hopefully we'll get a chance and maybe have a little bit of theatrical run so I can run out to go see this in the theater. I just hope, even though I love The Irishman, I just hope it's not three and a half hours long. Really, really can't do that right now. I I don't want to do another three and a half hour movie, Martin. So we are 29. Okay, maybe. You got me there. So. Let's get to my 10 through 6, and we are starting out this list with my first MCU film, and that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Holy shit, that trailer was emotional. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And I said this to my uh, Instagram story my personal Instagram story that um, my film, page, I should say, rather, that this. I'm not ready to say goodbye to the Guardians now, and I, I love that first Guardians film so much. Guardians 2, not the biggest fan of. I, I thought it was a little too silly, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely had its good emotional moments, though, especially with Yondu. This looks like the first Guardians times 100, though. Like, this feels we're getting back in the group of things. And plus, that holiday special was so freaking delightful. Um, I don't want to dive too much into the holiday special, but yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Looks like it's going to be a ton of fun, super emotional, and the end of an era. Uh, for all us Marvel fans and for this iteration of the Guardians, we're probably saying goodbye to more than one character. I I, I got a feeling I'm probably going to be saying goodbye to at least two or three characters in this film as we uh, usher in a new era of Guardians. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But this is definitely James Gunn's swan song as he, before he heads off to DC. And Dave Bautista as well has said he's pretty much done with playing tracks after this film. So, yeah. Uh, Gonna be, it's going to be an emotional rollercoaster, guys, so get ready. Number 9 is a film I did not anticipate on being so freaking excited for. But because that fifth movie was just so darn good, I am so excited for Scream 6, guys. Scream 6 is going to be all sorts of fun. Um, get pretty much the entire cast from Scream 5 coming back, plus Hayden Panettiere, plus Samara Weaving, plus Tony Ravioli, Ravioli, sorry. I am very, very much looking forward to Scream Six. Plus, we're going to be in New York, bigger playground for Ghostface this time. Or Ghostfaces, and Ghostface has a gun. What's Ghostface doing with the gun this time around? Ghostface never has a gun, at least with the mask on. So, look, I'm I'm, I'm curious how Scream Six is going to be. It's going to be plus that that entire month of March is going to be packed with con with content, loads of great movies coming out that month, that I. Scream 6, I hope, is going to be one of the best of the bunch because it looks... I mean, we haven't seen anything yet, but by the sounds of it, it's going to be a lot of fun, just like the fifth one was. Okay. Number eight. For those of you guys know me, you know how much I love this franchise. And it needs to end. I hope it ends soon because they're running out of ideas. Because at this point... They might as well just be time travelers. Unless we're time traveling back to the Jurassic period. What am I talking about? I'm talking about my family. Fast X. Fast 10 is my number eight. Um, I'm not going to poop on a Fast 9. Is Fast 9 stupid? It is so goddamn stupid and silly. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and not say I didn't have a good time watching Because I did. And my sister and I had so much fun with our friends that opening night or that Friday night, I should say. We went back again Sunday, that Sunday night opening weekend and saw it again because we just had that much fun with all the stupidity. But I'm just I'm just too attached to this family that I grew up with. I grew up with this franchise and seeing that Fast X is going to be split into two movies. When usually when a movie gets split into two, it usually means it's, it's time. It's gonna, it's time to wrap it up or they're going to wrap it up. So, yeah, Fast X, very much looking forward to you. Momoa. Uh, is going to be in the cast as well as uh, Brie Larson, who I'm very much looking forward to seeing in this movie. And please, for the love of God, stop having Charlie Stammer do <laughs> nothing but type a goddamn computer. Yeah. Please. She's too good of an actress for this. And she's probably getting paid loads of money just to sit there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Charlie. Good for you. But I mean, let her loose. Seriously, just let Charlize Theron act. She's one of the, my favorite actresses, one of the best actresses working today. Academy Award winner. I mean, I'm not expecting to give an Academy Award winner performance in Fast X, no. But it's Charlie's fucking Farron, guys. Come on. So yeah, Ben, can you tell me I'm excited for Fast 10? Because I'm, I'm very mm-hmm, much a people in mm-hmm. Fast 10 family. <laughs> Look, I'm, I don't need to be Ben, like Fast 5, Furious 7, and all that. Yeah. But if we can get close to that level, I'd be I'd, that'd be greatly appreciated. Because I yep. look fast nine for me at this point, Ben is a is a is a guilty pleasure. I have watched numerous times on digital and on four K. It's it's a dumb guilty pleasure ride that I just need fast and to kind of dial it back on the silly a little bit. Just <laughs> just dial it back. We want the space. We were all joking, and they actually did it. They actually want the space. So let's dial let's it back. Number seven is where I have my man, John Wick. John Wick, Chapter 4. I love this franchise, Ben. I still remember seeing this with uh some college buddies. This was like, this actually came out my freshman year of college, and we all decided, let's just go see this stupid action movie with Keanu Reeves. It ain't going to be nothing. It's, it'll probably be all right. You know, probably walk out and be like, you know. We should have just waited rented it or something later or whatever. Nope. Nope. I'm glad we went and saw it at this because damn, John Wick was so much fun. And John Wick 2 was fun. Not as good as the first, though. It kind of had some repetitiveness to it. And then John Wick 3 is actually in my top 10 action films of all time. I love Parabellum. I actually think the story is better in this one than the second one. Um, Not as good as the first. The first one, it just has that emotional connection with the dog and the wife. Simple, yet effective. And this one's supposed to be about John starting to get his revenge on the high table after being screwed over by Winston, we think. I think that was more of Winston actually helping John out than anything else. But we'll have to wait and see Uh, when we see John Wick Chapter 4. This actually was supposed to come out this year in 2022, but it got delayed to 2023. Uh, But, yeah, I'm just... Ready to get back into this world, the high table. I wonder, I'm curious if we get a little Armist cameo in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. No, mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned this in a while, Ben, but you no, know, I did see her first in War Dogs. You know that? Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. You know, the little film War Dogs with uh, Oz Tyler, John Hill, and Armour's. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw her first in that movie. Heard of it? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little, <laughs> uh, fun little footnote there. But well, yeah. <laughs> John Wick Chapter Four. I'm very excited. Like you said, Ben, we're all there for the action. But something I think we need to talk about too, Ben, is yeah, we're there for the action. But these films look gorgeous. Like the cinematography and yeah. all these films are just—it's just beautiful. Which kind of you know intent, not, What's the word I'm looking for here, uh, Ben? It um, helps the overall enjoyment, I, I guess, of the film overall. Yeah,
1: pulls end um, of the world.
0: Yeah, or, it, it does have you get pulled into the world a lot easier. And yeah. what I like about it too, Ben, is we get all these different side characters as well, and they all kind of have like their uniqueness. I just love Lawrence Fishburne in this world in this world, man. He's just having just loads amount of fun. Mm-hmm. Connor Reeves, man, this is, this is just his franchise. I'm I'm just grateful that him and uh, Chad Selesky just keep making more of these. Um, I'm gonna need.
2: A gun.
0: gun. God, I just can't <laughs> wait. And Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise himself is coming in this movie too. Yep. Not a yen. I am worried a little bit about the story of this one, Ben, because I read this in office, and it's like John Rick it's like begins his uh, revenge towards the high table with people who did him wrong. But it's like but it also meant like, but first he has to go up against adversaries that, that were friends of his before something like that. So I'm like, oh uh, are we gonna have to do, you know. I'm not going to complain about John Wick Chapter 5, but I thought we were going to get to the Revenge of the High Table in this movie. Yeah. But that's okay. They really have the, that that first trailer didn't really tell us what the story's going to be yet. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. And at number six, I have been not disappointed with Pixar, Pascal, but I've been like, we haven't hit soul levels yet. You know, soul was so freaking good, but then you'll be turning red, which I didn't really like all that much. It's okay. Yeah. Light Gear, I actually thought was better than what people give it credit. I, like it's it's fun. It was a fun adventure film. Mm-hmm. That took a lot of you know interstellar story elements. <laughs> but you know, yep. that's Um but elemental, Ben. This looks like a return to form for Pixar. Without to worry about spin-offs and original film and our uh and sequels and all that stuff. When we're just doing original. Stuff, ben, that's on Pixar's at its best, and I say that after I just said that. I didn't like turning red all that much. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I'm excited. It's an interesting premise. Kind of has a Romeo Juliet vibe to it too, Ben. Right? You have a water guy, a uh, uh, water guy, and a fire girl. They fall in love. <laughs> fire girl. Uh, <laughs> they fall in love, but they can't touch each other, Ben, because you know water and water, water and fire. So. I'm I'm curious how that relationship's gonna play out. That first teaser, Ben. I didn't get tears, but I was just like, God damn, Pixar in their animation department's just Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, it's just stupid how like, they just continue to just impress us with the quality of animation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think this has the potential, the potential to be the best animated film of the year. It does. Oh, I think yeah. I think it does have the potential to be the best animated film of the year. Will it though? We'll have to wait and see, because there's something else coming out that that year that might take the cake. But maybe maybe then I'll talk about it after we hit the ad break. So we're going to take a quick ad break, use the restroom, grab some food, because Ben and I did a little deep dive into our 10 through 6. But now that we're getting to the 5 through 1 now, so we're really going to dive deep into 5 through 1 and really tell you why we're looking forward to this, uh, looking forward to these films. So, yeah, stay tuned. We got more coming right after this wonderful ad break. Be back soon. And we're back. Okay. So, Ben, we went through our dimensions, our 10 through 6s. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. it's time to get to our number five to number two. Because, of course, tradition here, we review our number ones at the very end. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I have a feeling you and I both know what our number ones are, but we'll 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 save the suspense for the listeners, so that they don't, they probably don't know. You and I, I think, have a good idea. At least I have a good idea what your number one is. I don't know if you know what my number one is, but Ben, let's get the, let's get your list started, or let's continue on with your list five through two.
1: All right. Well, before we do that, I just saw some breaking news. Uh, Gil Keenan will be directing the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Oh, and if that name doesn't sound familiar. Uh, he directed Monster House in 2006. Perfect. So some some scary yeah. stuff with kids. So I feel like that's a good pick. Uh, he also did the Poltergeist remake, which I actually haven't seen. Um, and City of Ember. Uh, which book a lot better than the movie, but anyway, we'll see how that goes. I was really hoping Jason Schwartzman would be <laughs> Schwartzman. Uh, Jason Reitman would be back to uh to direct but anyway okay my number five this one i know will be high in your list might be your number one actually um i'm going with oppenheimer yeah. right here okay uh the yeah the cast is incredible that trailer scene a couple times um in theaters looks looks really good. Doesn't give a whole lot, I guess. I mean of course it's a historical movie, so I guess we know what it's about. But um yeah, the crazy cast and of course Nolan and it all culminates into something really spectacular. Hope it does, usually does. Uh Nolan yeah. usually does. Yeah. So yeah, not a whole lot to say on that one I guess, but it's just really excited. Do we know uh is, is Gorenson doing the core the score? We might
0: not know. Uh, i have to look into that real quick. Okay. I don't even know if they've announced who's doing the score yet. Yeah, they
1: might not have. It's early, I guess.
0: It's a little early. A little yeah. early. Let me let me see. I just have I have it pulled up here for reasons I do not know. Um, um, yeah, Gorenson is doing the score.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So excited to see what he does there. Um, yeah. And also, I guess, you know, it, it technically is kind of like a Well, associated with war, I guess, Um, which we've seen a lot of war movies uh, recently, which I, you know, the Saving Private Ryan, of course, thought the whole list of the good war movies. But this one being from more of this perspective of the scientist, I guess, and the guys, uh, Mm -hmm. bomb will be interesting and different. So, okay. Number four, this one might be the big animated one (laughs) you were alluding to. Before the break is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One. I think is the full long nope, title.
0: No, not Part One anymore. It's just Across. The third one's titled Beyond. Oh, the
1: Beyond. That's right. That's right. I need to. I need to freshen up on my knowledge here. Uh, that's why I'm here. Yes. Thanks. So yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. We got a little snippet, um, or, or some. Uh, we will get a snippet, I guess.
0: Well, but when this episode after drops, we'll have this a is recorded. Trailer. Yeah, or it's really our second full trailer because the first one we got was last year when it was supposed to come out this year. Um, yeah, <laughs> but that was just really just two scenes: one of a really sweet scene with Peter and Gwen, and then the other one was Peter traveling to the multiverse. So, yep. or Miles traveling to the multiverse.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, with with all that uh, looks to be really good. They've kind of been teasing here and there how many you know ver spider verses we're going to get. And I'm really interested to see what new cast and new characters uh, yeah. they have for this one. Of course, I'm excited for the returning uh, characters as well. Um, seems like Spider Gwen will have, uh, you know, the relationship will be growing, and they'll have more to do together.
0: And... Yeah, her dad will be in this one too. So, oh, okay. And Captain Stacy will make an appearance, so I'm excited about that.
1: Cool, cool, cool.
0: Um, you know, in her universe. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: yeah. yeah, yeah yeah so excited about all that uh and the score for that one too should be epic uh, like like it was well,
0: last more time. Than the soundtrack honestly more than the score yeah, yeah truthfully yeah. I, 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 that soundtrack to the first one was i still listen to it i still have some song in my uh, library that i on my playlist i listen to quite often mm-hmm.
1: okay number three back to marvel uh, yet again <laughs> um not Sony Marvel though. This is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Super, super pumped for this. Uh I was already excited, and then that trailer dropped. And uh I got even more excited and know it's gonna be even more emotional. Um the first one is one of my favorite MCU movies. Uh the second one, I, I agree it gets silly, but the the emotional moments really hit hard with me. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Especially um, Bonnie's funeral. So, yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. I was fighting tears in the theater. Um, so yeah, and then, of course, getting the backstory for some of our characters will be <sighs> crushing, but you know, good good drama. I, I really all I know uh, about Rocket's backstory is from the Telltale video game, but it seems Jack like we were
0: just talking about that the other day, actually. <laughs> <Really>? Of like. <laughs> Yeah, the that telltale game did a really good job with Rocket's girlfriend. So uh, with Layla, so I'm or Lila, I should say. So I'm I'm very I'm not ready to be emotionally heartbroken again if they go the route I think they're going. So Yep.
1: I yeah, seems seems like they will. There, I think we just get one shot of her, but she's hugging Rocket. Uh, oh, the camera's gosh. spinning. Oh gosh. Okay.
0: No, no, <laughs> oh God!
1: Um, and the 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 scores, John Murphy. I, I keep talking about score, but uh, who did the holiday special score, which was good. And then, but the big thing is the the soundtrack. Of course, this one for me. Um, really excited to see what songs we get. And interesting too, in the trailer, we got more of a uh, more of a recent song. So I wonder if mm-hmm. there'll be a bitter bigger. Span of genre and
0: time there We did get a look too At uh, Will Poulter as a Adam Warlock as yes. well uh, Which I forgot to mention So I'm curious how he fits into the story With the high evolutionary as well mm-hmm. um, I just I don't have any worries about this film Ben, because it's, it's James Gunn And James Gunn gets the benefit of the doubt all the time I just You know, Drax has been Kind of sidelined to, com- to comedic stuff Now I kind of want to see him get back into the action stuff, and I I, I like Drax's comedic moments, but I just want to see him kind of be, going back to being Drax's destroyer. So yep. th- this probably will be Batista's last outing in the MCU. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious how to do that, how they handle Drax in this film. But I hope we get more Drax and Mantis too, because that that pairing <laughs> after the holiday specials, especially, was just top notch.
1: The uh, one of the bigger things too for me that is the. I hate to say it, but the comedy kind of recently in James Gunn stuff has been getting crazier. Uh, I
0: thought in the Suicide Squad it worked a lot. Um, yeah, I I thought it worked in the Holiday Special. Like, I haven't had a problem with James Gunn's humor other than Guardians Two. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it kind of over. I have more problems with Guardians, too, than just the the silliness and the humor. I think they spent too much time apart in that film. I think what makes the Guardians special is kind of how they stay together as a family, as a unit. Um, So we'll we'll see. I I am curious, too, how they're going to use Gamora in this. Mm Because I have this theory that I don't know if her and Peter are going to end up back together or not. Um, But I'm curious. If this is going to be Zoe's last film in the MCU too because she's kind of come out and said recently that she's kind of want to get away from blockbusters as well. Um, and I have a feeling like part of that's probably because she's been shooting like Avatar 2, 3, yeah. 4, 5, and 12. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. So yeah. that's probably part of it. She's probably like, God damn, can we just, James, stop. Like, two's not even out yet. So, okay. Well, actually, by the time this episode is out, it will be out. But I mean, yeah, I'm I'm curious, man, What who's staying and who's leaving it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating. Mm.
1: -hmm, Mm. All right. Then my number
0: two, uh,
1: and of course this might be a little recency bias also, but, uh, with why it's not number one, but my number two is where I have mission possible dead reckoning one. Um, super, super pumped for this. We said many times how much we love this franchise and, uh, how good fallout was gripping my seat, uh, you know, armrest in the theater and um, super excited to see what crazy stunts they have with this one. Uh, Tom Cruise pushing himself even more. And like we've said, story could be interesting. Uh, And uh, we've gotten, you know, even with the name Dead Reckoning, we're kind of feeling like someone might bite the bullet uh, in this one. So I guess kind of like Guardians also, (laughs) interesting to see uh who who will remain in the team after this movie. Yep.
0: Okay. All right. Awesome five through two. I predicted your number one very easily before we even start this episode. So number five for me. The sequel then to my my little uh my little, oh little yeah drink cup here yeah I, I'm I'm drinking Coke Zero from my Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Cup. And that's because my well, number five is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse or across yeah across the Spider-Verse I almost said across the multiverse. Too many multiverse movies. Sweet Jesus! Uh, that first movie, not only bad was it just a great comic book movie, but it's just a beautiful character study for Miles. Like they did Miles really, really well this first, in that first film, um, him becoming Spider Man. But it's like I've been saying before when we talk about the film before. Like if you just take away the Spider Man stuff, you got a great coming of age story. You know, this kid just trying to fit into this new school, new environment he's not used to, and got a great little love story going on with him and Gwen, and a different father, like kind of like another father figure with Peter B. Parker. So, I mean, you got a lot of great stuff in here, and the ad- animation style is so good. What I love, too, Ben, is I, I think you noticed this. I, th- I can't remember if we talked about this before or not, but, like they don't do this all the time, but like every now and then when someone like gets hit by an object, they'll have like that little floating bubble and stuff. I always like seeing that. Yeah. I think one of my favorites is the, when they're in, in infiltrating, uh, I think it's King, uh, Kingpin's uh, lab or whatever, and they're escaping and like the little, someone throws up like a bagel or something, it's like a doink. And it's like, it's just like, it's just little stuff like that, uh, like makes me like just appreciate this film even more. And across the Spider-Verse, I'm just I'm curious how the six different animation styles is going to play out. But what I'm really looking forward to is the Peter what the, the Peter, I keep saying Peter and Gwen, the Miles and Gwen stuff worked so well in the first film. And it looks like it's going to be kind of the heart of this next film too, Ben, because we keep seeing like images of these two, like that last image they just showed. Yeah. I like that shot a lot. Really yeah.
2: cool.
0: and how does Peter B. Parker fit into this? We know Jake Johnson's Peter's coming back. How does he fit into this? I wonder if he got back with Mary Jane. I'm very curious about that. But one of the things I love about that first film, too, Ben, that, that whole quote of, it's a leap of faith. I love that line so much, man. It just gets hit to, it hits you right down the heart, man. So yeah, Cross Spider-Verse. Keep that damn release date, please. Because I can't, like, filmstagrams programs going to lose their mind if they move this film again, Ben. Yeah. And we are, too. So yeah, Cross Spider-Verse by number five. Number four. <sighs> Stay with me, Ben. Creed, 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 Creed. That's right. Creed three, baby. Let's go. I'm so frick fucking pumped for Creed. 3. That's why I said fucking. I'm so goddamn fucking pumped for this. Jonathan Majors. I love the trailer too, but That first trailer for Creed 3 is so it's really good. I love that line he says of like, I still got stuff left in the tank. And he's like showing off like all his muscles in his seat. I'm like, Really? You got stuff left in the tank? It was like freaking jacks. So I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, you get, get a little stuff left in your tank, but I love that Michael B. Jordan's directing this. I know it's Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Rocky's not even gonna be a part of this, which yeah, you know, that's a little. That kind of hurts, but but then I also like it at the same time because now it's just Creed story, right? No Rocky in this corner. It's just Creed, so I really like that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has been awesome as Adonis Creed. And I can't wait to see what him and the Major, that fight's gonna be not just brutal, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a personal, emotional, brutal fight whenever when those two get in the ring. I'm, we're assuming it will probably be the last fight. Uh, I love this franchise. That first creed was again like, like into the Spider-Verse. That first Creed film was such a nice surprise. Creed two, I liked more than most. It's not as good as the first Creed then, but it's still a damn it's a damn good drama. Like the fighting in, the, in Creed Two is not as good as the fighting in Creed One, but I think the drama here is better in Creed Two than it is in Creed One. I feel like Creed three is going to give us the best of both worlds with great at fight sequences and a lot of great drama. And Jonathan Majors, man, I am just so freaking excited to see this guy's dude's career take off. So yeah, my number four is Creed three. coming to our, coming at us in a couple months, actually. All right, so my top three is just like on another level than the rest of the list. Like if I one, two, and three are like, up, well, two and three are like right here. One is through the stratosphere. You know, the rest, I'm like very much looking forward to, of course, all the films we talk about today, but these top three, I am just stoked for. And we're kicking off my top three with another Jonathan Majors film. Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania is my number three. And I I like the Ant-Man franchise. I think it's it's it, it's good. It, they're, they're good, heartwarming, kind of, you know, more lighthearted films in the MCU, but they're 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 good films. That first Ant-Man 2 was really nice, really sweet. Paul Rudd is a delight as his character. Great, great choice as, uh to to be Scott Lang and Ant-Man. Evangeline really has really come into her her own in the role. Michael Douglas is great. I just want to – Ben, can we just have a moment here uh, for Michelle Pfeiffer? This girl has been out of the quantum realm for like five minutes now. She's going back in there. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) poor woman. She's like, God damn, I can't get out. I just can't escape this place. So, yeah, Aaron man was quantum mania. I I get what you're saying about the story, Ben. I must have a little something here. I have heard leaks and stuff about what might happen in this film and stuff like that. None of it's been confirmed, obviously. But I yeah. can confirm it. Grapevine. Talk. Yeah. Some stuff through the grapevine, and if what I'm hearing is true, Ben, I think it'll be okay. Okay. I think you'll be okay. Good, uh, good. I know I will be. I'll be fine. So that's that's more importantly, I'll I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Ben, you know, you, you got Ghostbusters, you'll be fine. So, <laughs> yeah, Ant Man Wild Quantum main event. Like, a, a tra- the job of a trailer, too, was just to get you even more hyped. And I was already looking forward to this mainly because of Kang. But this third trailer gave to me what they've kind of been talking about before the trailer release, which like it's going to be a darker film and stuff like that. And uh, that trailer gave me those darker vibes. Because, you know, like what I did was I watched like previous Ant Man trailers, and they were definitely more on, more on a light hearted side, kind of like, you know, fun. That's because both those Ant-Man films came after heavy Avengers films, right? Ant-Man 1 came after Age of Ultron. Ant-Man the Wasp came out two months after Infinity War. And we were also trying to recover after the ending to Infinity War. This is kicking off Phase 5. And I like the more serious tone of nature because it means Scott Lang is going to have to get more serious. He's going to have to get a little dirty. He's going to have to get in probably some brutal fights. And as we know, he's not really much of a fighter. So I'm curious how this, how that's going to work for him. I also want to take a moment here, Ben, to just say, uh, Catherine Newton, I'm excited for you to play the role as Cassie Lang, but Emma Furman, I am so sorry that you got recast. That still, yep. still hurts. Yep, that still pisses me off so much. Me too. Um, I liked what the what Emma Furman's uh, Emma Furman scenes in Endgame. Hey, look another Endgame reference today. All right, two for two. I liked her scenes in Endgame. She got screwed. How dare you, Disney? How dare you? If that was a Chapek decision, well, it makes sense. So <laughs> if it was an Iger decision, you get a pass. Pat in the back. It's okay. do will do it again. So yeah, I, it, it hurts me, man. It hurts me because I I, I really want to see more of what her her. I want to see more of that her as as this character. Because I, I feel like her and Scott, just in that one scene, man, was just beautiful. I, I, I loved every little reunion scene. So you know, Captain Newton. She's a good actress, though, Ben. I'm not gonna say she's not a bad actress. She's a really good actress, especially yeah. if you've seen films like Freaky. She's really good in Freaky. So I'm. Is it Freaky? Mm-hmm. Her and Vince Vaughn. Okay, yeah. For some reason, I, I, I don't know. I, I say Freaky. I'm like Freaky Friday. No, but it's <laughs> kind of like Freaky Friday almost. So yeah. yeah. And while Lost Quantum media, Very much looking forward to that movie, Ben. <sighs> yeah, two months, and it's coming out four days after my birthday too. So maybe I'll get a. Well, sneak peek, in yeah. my birthday. that'd be nice. Marvel hit me up. <laughs> number two, what is number two, Ben? That's a great question. So, I said before the show that Ben and I are probably going to have their different lists. For most of what we have, but f- this is the only film that Ben and I agree on. Number two was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, part one. Uh, yeah, Ben, like Ben said, him and I, we have talked numerous times on this podcast about how much we love this franchise. And for me, it really started with Mission Impossible 3. Uh, it's it's still my second favorite Mission Impossible film, but like Ben said, Mission Impossible Fallout is just next level. Like that, that uh, to me, Ben, I think it's still the gold standard of action movies right now is Fallout. I can't really put Sakari up in there because I still consider Sicari a more of a thriller, like a yeah. crime thriller kind of a thing. It's got action but it's not like mission impossible john wick type action right that's more taylor sheridan action he's 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 a different breed so yeah but back to that record what ben you didn't mention was that our girl peggy is going to be in this movie um Haley atwell is going to be in here yeah i'm excited to see more rebecca ferguson in this movie too i just i love what they what they've done with the elsa character Vanessa Kirby's gonna be back in this film. Palm, Cle- uh, Palm Cle- I don't know. I can't. I'm sorry, Palm. I'm just gonna yep. call you Palm. So Palm's in it. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to see more of her or see her in this franchise. But I mean, it's it's about the core, man. It's about this core group of like Ethan and Luther and Benji, and now Ilse is a part of the team now too. Uh, I've been predicting for a while that Luther's gonna bite the bullet. I still feel that way because that's just gonna put Ethan over the edge. But I've got a sneaking suspicion. What if they killed Ilsa? Mm. Now, this is supposed to be these two movies, Dead Reckoning, Dead Reckoning Part One and Part Two, are supposed to be the Ethan Hunt swan song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they're going to kill Ethan off. But I did suspect that you know, once Ethan is kind of has his ride into the sunset, that Ilsa would kind of carry the torch if they wanted to make more Mission Impossible movies. But I'm kind of, after seeing uh, Top Gun Maverick, Ben, I'm like, who wants to see Top Gun without Tom Cruise? Another Top Gun without Tom Cruise? Like, are they going to do another Top Gun movie with Maverick back? Is it it, smart to do a Top Gun without Maverick? Is it smart to do Mission Impossible without Ethan Hunt? Ethan Hunt kind of is Mission Impossible, right? So we love the Elsa character, yes, Ben, but can we'll we'll be there. I'll see Elsa uh, opening night in Adobe Theater. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, the general public did that. Then, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But Dead of Reckoning Part One, yeah, the action looks great. He's riding a motorcycle off a goddamn cliff, guys. I mean, come on, seriously, it's just, it's just stupid. This man is literally risking his life to save cinema, and we, I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead of Reckoning Part One. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious too, Ben, because Top Gun Maverick hit a billion. And Mission Impossible: Fallout made. Uh, almost close to eight hundred million. Mm-hmm. This be the first Mission The possible film I have a billion. I don't think so. Mm, okay, I think we'll get close, but I don't think so. But we'll have to wait and see. I think once we get that second trailer, which is not going to come out for a while. Yeah, um, it doesn't come until July. We'll get a better read, we'll get a better read for it. But yeah, Macquarie Cruise. Let's go. All right. So we have hit that point in the show for our number. And Ben, I left out a film my honorable mentions that you know I'm not like you know, I'm excited for Barbie. Yeah. Equalizer three, I'm excited for. Dune part two, I left off. And I don't care. if People get mad at me or like, oh, you don't like film. I don't, I really don't care, Ben. Like that first Dune. The more I sit on it, Ben, the more I'm just like, yeah, I just it's okay for me. Visually, yeah, it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Ferguson to me is actually the best part of that entire movie, character-wise. Her and yeah. Jason Momoa and yeah. uh, Josh Brolin and Tamir are like my 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 three favorite characters in the entire film. It still just blows my mind that Christopher Walken's gonna be in that damn movie. Like yeah. how the hell? Yeah. I, like I wow. <laughs> I'm just like you know, is he gonna be offering Timothy Chalamet like a remote, magical remote controller in this one? I'm curious. Will they do that then? <laughs> Will there be a Beyond section in doing part two? We'll have to find out. Wait and see for that to getting a bigger role though so that, that excites me
1: that excites mm-hmm. Austin Butler too excites me
0: oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, oh, there it is <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: even mean to lead into that
0: the old windmill arms we'll lead to the windmill in Dune part 2 <laughs> him and Christopher Walken is doing the windmill
2: what is this it's a oh, work. Come coming from that direction <laughs>
0: Come 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 over there, bed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, the windmill will never get old. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll be eighty years old.
2: Ed, I hey. long time oh, <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> all right. What are we talking about? Oh, yes, our number one film, so the Movies, year. yeah. Our, yes. our most anticipated film. twenty twenty three. Uh, yes. So all right. I think if you've been listening for a while, if you know who Ben and I are, <laughs> you probably you probably have a good feel for where our number ones are gonna be. But Ben, let's let's go ahead and give your number one some context too as to why and then go into really detail why this is your number one. But like give some context in case people don't know what your number one is, like give some hints, some clues so they can maybe guess at home what your number one is.
1: It's a franchise movie. movie. (laughs) Someone's directed it. Uh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, franchise. uh, I grew up loving it, loving the action figures and then collecting the Lego sets. Uh, Our good buddy Jacob loves it a lot, too. And sees the return and maybe final movie of... Harrison Ford as the titular character. It's in Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. Um, real quick, the
0: I guess the the, the
1: title. I hope it connect. I'm sure it will connect to the.
0: Don't movie. like it. Don't like it. I think okay. it's stupid.
1: <laughs> I don't want to jump into it that quick, but I, I and it
0: before I let you go. And yeah. I, I know. You, I want you to like really delve into why this is number one. Yes, like, yes, yes. That. Gives me fear of they actually might be doing time travel. It, that concerns me. Uh, that gives me concern, Ben, because there were text. shades in here during the trailer. I was like, "Oh no, we're doing it, aren't we?" But who knows, Ben? Who knows? I could be wrong. Yeah, but I'm right. I mean,
1: it it is fantastical every movie, but yeah, not to the level of time travel. Um. The yeah, Mangold said that we get a little snippet in the beginning of like Raiders era, um, which we get a little clip of in the in the trailer. So I'm I'm really excited that the de aging looks really good. The hair, not maybe a little off, but um, they can they oh, can fix that. that
0: little, we have one of those guys. The hair's off. You didn't brush it. It's not brushed enough.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> anyway, they that they have time to fix it. <laughs> Um, but it, his face looked amazing as always. Uh but yeah, okay, so the yeah, Dial isn't a, as fascinating as as Temple or Ark, <laughs> the Lost Ark, um right there. And then Destiny makes it feel a little Disney-ish, kinda <laughs> I don't know. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully hopefully that's good. Even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is like a really cool title. Um at least it's an it, amazing maybe. title yeah shit movie yeah (laughs) yeah anyway so yeah but i still um really really excited i'm still you know trying to temper my expectations um but i'm getting more excited every day uh like we said Mangold directing is uh fantastic spielberg coming back would have been awesome but seems like he is quite involved in the story and everything or I hope so. Be and, better,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> I ain't playing around this time. Let's go, yep. Mangold. I can't have another kingdom. I can't have another indie in the fridge. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, but I mean it looks like there there will be quite a bit of action. I mean, there's the train scene, there's horseback and uh, you know, buggies and stuff rolling through the streets. Um, it's the sixties, nineteen sixty nine, I think, is the main story, which I'm super excited for. Um Nazis coming back again, but now we're in the space race, which is really cool. I'm really interested to see how they bring Indy into that because he he seems very, you know, in the the jungle. <laughs> uh, a lot of his movies and and kind of the you know 30s 40s, um, very different times. So, yeah, super excited with all of that. Uh, probably most likely, it is Harrison Ford's last uh, Indiana Jones movie, and I think are we kind of semi confirmed that it's his last movie. He's retiring. Uh, he's pretty
0: much said so himself. I think I did 23. This is my last ride. So,
1: okay. Yeah. So that'll be heartbreaking, um, no matter what the story ending is of this. And then John Williams, of course, doing the score. And he's hinted at retiring after this mm-hmm. one, too. So, uh, gosh, there's this. yeah, so much Everyone's leading up retiring. to it. Yep. Uh, hopefully Spielberg makes a few more movies. Yeah, we'll see. And and mangled.
0: No, I think he's got like three or four films like he's got <laughs> lined up to do. Yeah, to no, I know. Go, so. yeah. He's not um, seven anytime soon.
1: No, But uh yeah. It the the trailer was really cool. Um the callback. I took it as a callback with the the whip and then, you know, pulling out the gun uh kind of <laughs> reference to the first film, but now it's on him uh, to duck. So yeah, the, the action looks really cool the characters. Oh yeah. The new characters, Mads Mickelson, uh, Toby Jones and Phoebe Waller bridge coming in. Oh, so hoping she gets her. good action yeah. and stuff too. Um, I think, is she going to be, um, Marcus Brody's daughter? Maybe. I think so. I feel like that's I'm the not connection. Mistaken. Yeah. Uh, cause he, Indy is her godfather. So anyway, I could go on and on. I, I'm, I am really, really excited. Um, of course, I was really excited for Kingdom of the Crystal School. I wouldn't go so far as to say shit movie.
0: No, uh, I was being element... a little harsh. Yeah, it's no, okay. There's, it's there's okay.
1: elements I like a lot. Uh, or, yeah, enjoy a lot. But, um, yeah, really hoping this is a, a beautiful and amazing swan song, uh to this franchise. But then I'm looking at uh, Jurassic Park now. Kind of disappointed with the latest Jurassic World, at least. Um, so we'll see how this one goes.
0: Okay, so, and let's do something here. Let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Um, am gonna, admit it here, okay? mm mm-hmm. My number one. Let's move on the clock back to last year, okay? Oh, I'm proud of you. You did <laughs> good. You did good. good.
2: Good. Let's move on the clock, okay?
0: Yeah. Go on a journey with me, guys. Let's go back to October 20th, 2021. One of my favorite actresses of all time. Join this film. Then we have to go to November 2nd. One of the goats join this film. Actually, two goats, because actually, yeah, I consider her one of the goats, too. On October 20th, one of the goats joined the film. And then November 2nd, another goat joined the film. And I consider this director to be one of the greatest to have ever lived. He has directed just, even if I don't like a certain movie, it's still good. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, the, what this man has directed in his career—nothing short of from good to brilliant. And the last film he did, I wouldn't say it was divisive. I think people, for the most part, either enjoyed it, loved it. Just didn't get any bad reception really, except for maybe the audio, because sometimes it's hard <laughs> to hear characters. Just having that problem lately. <sighs> You know, we have a really good time on the Affinity Film Podcast, and I want to thank each and every one of you for joining us for this venture today. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you guys continue on in 2023. Continue going on this movie journey with us. But I said on October 20th, and then we'll call this, that 2023 is over! That's right, ladies and gentlemen! Oppenheimer is my number one film of 2023, and it ain't even close. I have said this from day fucking one. Not only is my third favorite director Christopher Nolan directing this movie, you got Emily Blunt, my third favorite actress of all time, directing this movie, and then you have my number three actor of all time, Robert Downey Jr. joining this movie, and other people. And that's that's. I mean, this 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 cast is stupid, stupid loaded with just. Every actor you can think of, they're probably in this movie. I'm pretty sure Madonna might even show up in the scene, <laughs> too. Who knows? I mean, shit, I think Ben and I were extras one day. I think, you know, we were just sitting in Starbucks and no one's uh, assistant just said, Hey, you want to come be an Oppenheimer? Yeah, sure, we'll come be an Oppenheimer. Everyone in Hollywood's in this fucking movie. But Ben, what makes this movie number one, instead of a film like maybe Mission Impossible? Mm hmm. Or maybe a film like Ant-Man: The Lost Quantum, which is weird that I even have an Ant-Man movie at number three, and that just still blows my mind. Yeah, like you have this incredible cast, but it's about the creation of the atomic bomb? Something I didn't think, you know, Nolan would probably direct, but you know, when you when you think of the premise, you think of the cat. Like no one could do some really interesting stuff with this movie. I don't know if it's going to be a straight biographical film, there if it's going to mix. You know, a little bit of fiction with nonfiction, mm-hmm. You know, kind of blend the two. We've seen that before in movies where there's this kind of a blend of two. Like a fictional tale, sort of. Who knows? I mean, it's a pretty serious subject matter. I mean, it's about the creation of the atomic bomb. Or what they're calling been the Manhattan Project, actually. That's what. But, you know, yeah, Killian Murphy playing the title character. That first trailer they released, Ben, which seems like forever ago now. And they still got the countdown clock on YouTube. Which is, it's really <laughs> funny. They still cool. have that trailer on repeat. That first trailer, man, it gives me chills. I remember uh, my mom and I went to go see She Said a couple weeks ago, uh, or I guess back in November, and they played this trailer, and my mom was like, what the hell was that? And I was like, Christopher Nolan's in me about the, about the atomic bomb. And I was like, she was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I was like, so I think no one's going to get a whole different, gra- whole different audience for this film too. <laughs> then this is the traditional Nolan fanboys. I mean, because I think this is a very interesting topic to kind of tackle for Nolan. It's not science. It's not straight science fiction. Like his last film, 10, it was, it's not another comic movie, which I think he's kind of done with. And what did with Dunkirk, Ben, I didn't like Dunkirk all that much, but it was a true story. I think he did a hell of a job respecting the material and, or, and really honoring kind of everything going on that day. the tragic events that day that went, that, that went down. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we'll do the same thing here. My question is, did Nolan find some remote desert to actually make an atomic bomb and use it and blow it up? <laughs> I'm very curious, Ben. I need to know. I need to know. These are all things I, I want to know and I I, I I need to know. Good question, yeah. So because Oppenheimer, Ben, I, you guessed it. You got it right. Is my number one film of the year or number one film of next year. I, 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 you know, just. Oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm gonna be able to take it, Ben, on screen. When they ha- if they have a scene together, I, I'm gonna pass out. I'm not even gonna be able to see the scene. I'm just gonna be just. I'm gonna be passed on the floor, <laughs> spazzing out. I'm Like, is that kid okay? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah He's yeah. gonna He'll see it three yeah, more times this weekend.
1: Be yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are times I will see the movie opening weekend. I do not know yet, Ben. <laughs> But I will have my Emily Blunt shirt ready to go. Mm -hmm. I will have my – I got to find – I got to get like a Nolan hat or something. I got to find a Christopher Nolan. I I may not get a custom hat made of just Nolan's heaven, Christopher Nolan or something on it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Be cool. Um, But yeah, this was number one by a landslide. Not even close. Not even up for discussion. Uh, I mean, Ben, look at this cast. Murph, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Riley Malik, Benny Safdie, Josh Hartner, Dane DeHaan, Jack Wade, Alden Ehrenreich, Kenneth Branagh, Jason Clark, Josh Josh Peck, Alex Wolf, Tony Goldwyn, Gary Oldman, Casey Affleck. I mean, some of these guys are probably going to have one scene and be gone. Yeah. And I'm sure I am positive. Well, I'm not positive. Like, well, I, I, I put a like $5, I put five dollar bet on here. Michael Caine will show up somehow, some way in this movie. Hope he so. has to. He has to. It's tradition. Michael Caine and Tenet, I mean, he he's he makes his appearance. I think they actually like Nolan actually went to that restaurant and like, hey, we're shooting this one scene. <laughs> By the way, we're in the middle of lunch, John <laughs> Washington is going to show up real quick. Read these lines while you're eating, and you'll be good to go. Okay, and action. So I have a feeling it's going to be something similar that he's probably going to be like in in. in Outside looking at flowers, whatever. Hey, Michael, we have this thing we're getting ready to do. We're shooting uh-huh. Oppenheimer. Three, two, one. Here's a piece of bread. Eat and talk to <laughs> Robert Down Jr. and go. So that is my one concern though, Ben, is how much screen time is everyone getting? Like who who is the focal point besides Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt? Because they, I mean, they're play, they play husband and wife. So we know they're gonna get a lot of the screen time. Who else is gonna how are they gonna manage that? So that I'm curious, I'm very, very interested in. Um, I, oh, is this here? Gary Owen's playing uh, Harry Trump Truman. Harry Tr- Harry S. Truman? Oh shit, okay. Oh hmm. yeah, interesting. He's Harry S. Truman. So that's that's oh, all right. Interesting. Huh. Unless this movie's gonna be three hours long, which there's a good possibility it might be. No one movies tend to be on the longer side as well. Yeah. Um, but then that's our list. Now before we repeat it. Let's play a little. Let's play a little fun game, Ben. Ben likes games, not true. I do. Okay, Ben. What do you think? Two questions here, and I'll let you to choose which one you want to tackle first. They're both mm-hmm. box office questions. Which film do you think will? What will be the Top Gun Maverick at the box office next year? A film that just you don't think it's going to make that much money, but it made more money than it may be. We all not that. It all it made more money than we all had anticipated in making. So, do you see a film in twenty twenty three that make, hmm I'm curious. What's what's going to be next year's Top Gun Maverick then? More money than expected.
1: That's an interesting. Uh, they got a lot of franchises, big names here. I mean, I guess. Well, also in general, I mean. <laughs> Maybe Super Mario Brothers didn't did the Lego movie make a lot? You kind of compared it to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, let me Hopefully. look at the box office where Yeah,
1: I'm um, I mean, from from my list, I guess maybe that one. Um, I mean, I could say Barbie making a
0: lot too. I guess that's kind of a that's really random... the quality of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lego made four hundred sixty-eight point one million, so a lot more money than we all thought it was going to.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know, there's a few on here that I could see making a deep, like top, not, I mean, not top gun money, but if they're good, I, you know, I could see making a lot of decent money. And I yeah. actually, one of the films I, I think will make, will cross that billion dollar threshold will be Indy. Yeah. Especially if it's good. Yeah. If Indy 5 is as good as we all kind of hope it's going to be. I think it'll make Top Gun Maverick numbers because if you're you are getting basically that Top Gun Maverick audience, uh, <laughs> but even yeah. an older generation as well. So, I I can see that making more money than than we might be anticipating. Okay. Um, yeah. This one's interesting, though, because I can see this going both ways. What's this Hunger Games people going to do? Uh yeah. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes now. Eventually, I do want to do a Hunger Games episode because I do really enjoy this franchise. The two films that are really good, and the one so so, on the one kind of meh. Um, but overall, Ben Hunger Games was a very it made money. That franchise made a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. The finale didn't make as much money as I think Lionsgate was hoping it was going to make. It made around seven hundred, I think they were hoping for a billion. Because that Catching Fire made eight hundred eighty something million dollars with the box office. Oh wow! I mean, I contributed. I saw it from like three or four times at theaters. Mm-hmm. i for I freaking love that movie. Um, so I'm I'm curious. That can go either way. What's Transformers going to do then? True. Yep. What is Transformers going to do? Because after Transformers Five, people started at or Four because Four made over a billion. And then people finally woke up and realized, yep, eh, this franchise really isn't that good because Transformers Five did not do well at the box. Well, for parent for Transformers Paramount standard, <laughs> yeah, it didn't make the money that they were used to making. Mm-hmm. And then Bumblebee came out, a film which for people who saw it actually all enjoy. I enjoy Bumblebee. Then fun movie didn't make you know Dark of the Moon, Revenge of the Fallen, well, those first four Transformers movies didn't make those numbers. Yeah, so what's this next, what's this next one going to do? What's Across the Spider-Verse going to do, Ben? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's another one. Because a lot of people didn't see that in theaters, but a lot of people saw it at home and caught on really quickly. Oh, shit. This is a really good fucking movie. Okay. Yeah, that's true. What's that movie going to do? Yep. You know, films like Creed, Scream 6, those are going to make money for sure. But they kind of already had that audience built in.
2: Yeah.
0: A film like Fast X. What's Fast 10 going to do?
2: You know, did, this, uh... is for, this, is,
0: this is for my own homework, really. This, this, is, this is for me personally. Yeah. But well, then I have another one, Ben, that we're going to get to, which I think is worth having a conversation about because we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, but Fast 9. Now, people need to remember, this still came out. Well, a lot of theaters across the country, Fast Nine came out. When a lot of theaters across the country were still doing, you know, limited capacity seating. Yeah. Fast Nine made around, if I'm not mistaken, seven hundred million. Well, wow. I have to. I I need to double check. Here we go. Fast Nine F nine. That's why they call it F nine or whatever. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fast Saga. Yeah, Fast Dog of F nine. Whatever. <laughs> Named it after a Keyboard. All right, anyway, uh, seven hundred twenty-six point two million dollars it made. And that's kind of during the middle. still kind of in the midst of a pandemic. We're still not fully back in the theaters yet. Sure. Yeah. It made seven twenty-six point two million dollars. I think that's that's pretty okay. Yeah. Given yeah. Given the circumstances. Yep. Fast eight and and Fury Seven both made over a billion. Fury Seven, that was kind of understandable why I made it a film. There was a lot of things around that film, but also, Ben Fury Seven was just a fun freaking time at the movies mm-hmm. and a great way to end the series. Oh wait, but they made more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Or wait, there's more. So what is Fast X going to make a billion? I think that's gonna make around eight nine hundred million. I think it's gonna make more than Fast Nine because I think it will be a better film than Fast Ten or than Fast Nine. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's gonna be Fast Furious Seven, Fast and Furious, or Fate the Furious numbers. I just, I think, I think some people have checked out after F Nine. I really yeah. do. Me too. So I, I, for that, I think it's gonna, it's gonna hurt. Now word of mouth will help. If the film is actually like you know r- worth going back in the theaters for, so we'll see. But Ben, the question I what we need to talk about this movie. And what's the Little Mermaid gonna do? Disney live action films have done well at the box office. Let's forget Cruella for a second because that really did come out when theaters just started opening back yeah. up. Plus, it was on Disney Plus premium access, so oh, we're right. gonna give Cruella a pass here. The last one after before the one before that was it. The Lion King, Ben. I guess in so. Theaters,
2: because yeah, you yeah. Know,
0: we did get Lady in the Tramp, but that was on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um. So I think the last one in theaters was Lion King. Now let's put an let's put an asterisk there because it's the Lion King. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so <laughs> let's 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 put a little you know asterisk there. But this is Ben. The Little Mermaid. Yeah, so people are going to go out to see it now. Unfortunately, Ben, my screening of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, they sh- uh, they showed because I saw the opening night. I saw it on IMAX, right? And so they showed that trailer. Crickets in the audience. Oh, really? And I think, and you know, Ben, it it it, it's, it pains me to say this. It pisses me off that I have to say this. Boy, you and I both know what we're thinking. We both, we're both thinking the same thing. People yeah. are going to see this it because there's it a Black Little Mermaid. It's a Black Ariel. Guys, Hallie, ben, just her singing, Ben, alone got me in the mood. I'm like, holy shit, yeah. Damn! <laughs> Let's go! I'm ready! You know, I'm not like over the moon like Oppenheimer excited, ready for this movie, yeah. Ben, but I'm, it got me curious. Yep. No, I'm interested, too. So... Yeah, the last one in theaters was, uh, well, okay. We did get Mulan. I'm going to count Mulan in this because even though it was during COVID and went Disney Plus, there were still some theaters because that was that iffy time Ben of like not everyone was on lockdown yet. There were still some states kind of being like, yeah, you know, go ahead, COVID. What's COVID? Yeah, yada, yada yada. Yeah. Mulan Ben, now, I will say this, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The first time I saw Mulan, I loved it. I was like, "Holy shit, that was great!" And then our good buddy Zach uh, Ben told me watch it again. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." And I had to eat crow, Ben. I had to eat crow. It yeah, not uh there, there were good things about it, Ben. There were good things about it. Is there really? though? I, I think the I think the girl who played Mulan actually did a good job. Yeah, I thought she did a really really good job in the role. But the movie's very forgettable. Mm-hmm. and that's the problem like a lot of these live action films are forgettable or close to bad the last live action film that I really liked other than Cruella which I love it's probably my second or third favorite live action remake we might have to go back to Jungle Book Yep. <laughs> I mean seriously we might have to go back to Jungle Book that's the last time I think I really loved a live action Disney adaptation
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I refuse to watch Pinocchio I don't I have to put my foot down about that one <laughs> I <laughs> yeah i keep saying I will, but i haven't watched yet. there's another pinocchio film coming out this week ben i will give my daughter that but i'm probably gonna watch the minute it drops or at least that friday night i'm very curious about that because that that looks like it's getting best picture buzz so well yeah, yeah this other pinocchio film i just hear is hot poo poop. so i i i Rob Marshall, because I think Rob Marshall directed this lot. Let him remember if I'm right, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Please. Yes. Please. But I'm not asking for Jungle Book. Just don't be fucking Pinocchio. Don't be Lady Him a Tramp. And I have all the faith in the world in Halle Bailey. I think she's going to do great in the role, Ben. I think Melissa McCarthy will actually make a good Ursula. I think yeah. she'll be okay. I think Jacob Tremblay will make a good flounder. Every time I think of Jigga Trimbley, though, man, I just, I I, I still have scars from Dr. Sleep. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, God, I just, that scene, man, is, ooh. Yep. If you've seen Dr. Sleep, you know what we're talking about. Cause, oh, God. But uh, he's only playing the voice, so it's okay. And uh, who's doing, oh, David V Diggs is playing. Uh, Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. And Aquafina is going to be. Scuttle. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I've, I've loved Aqua. Ben knows how much I've loved Aqua lately. Oh, shit. I forgot. One of your playing the king. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. It? Yeah, that's right.
2: Okay. Yeah, let's go. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's do, let's do it. Let's go. Hell yeah.
1: All do you know right. where I'm swimming?
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's go. We're going to <laughs> no, the windmill. Yeah, wow. No. The water, okay. the underwater, too. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious, Ben. How it's going to play out in the box office because if you look, if we look at the calendar here, it is coming. Disney, you usually do great with your release dates. What the hell were you thinking? Well, actually, I'm okay because it's a holiday weekend, but it's coming up the weekend after Fast X and the weekend before Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Damn. <laughs> hey, damn. <laughs> little, little pocket. Yeah, th- that little pocket there, Ben. I mean, there'll be a couple weeks of move from Guardians, and uh, I mean, I bet I'm looking at June. I almost feel like maybe they should have put this in June, but they couldn't because June 16th is when Elemental comes out, so yeah, yeah they're kind of it's stuck in Nomad's Land here. So, Memorial Day, No Land, land. <laughs> yeah, No Man's, No bad, whatever. Look, whatever. The point I'm trying to make here is, I think I'll make good money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to hit a billion, but I think I'll make decent money. Yep. But the real question to you, to to you guys, is: What do you guys think? What will be the highest grossing? What you know, film in 2023? What film won't make that much money? Uh, I'm curious what Blue Beetle too Ben is going to make in theaters. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really looking forward to that all that much right now. So, uh, Haunted Mansion too. Curious what that's going to be like. What yeah. how much money is that going to make? Yeah. Neil Blomkamp is coming back to the big screen too, Ben. Got Grant Turismo. And his last film was shit. I'm not even going to shortcut that one. Chappie sucks. That movie's terrible. What? Where is District 9, Neil Blomkamp? Where is... I even like Elysium. Where is that, Neil Blomkamp? Where you been? Where was your Halo film? Because we got a shit show on Paramount Plus. I can't even finish. <laughs> and Ben... What's Doom Part 2 gonna do with theaters? Big bucks Well, Denis doesn't really do, you know, he doesn't have the numbers in the box office. He just makes gold. <laughs> yeah. So his films typically don't make all that much money. But I'm curious what that film's gonna do. Craven as well, Ben. I mean, I, I I'm curious what that's gonna do. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot that was coming out next year. What the hell is Wonka going to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is Wonka going to do at the box office, man? That's going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, Ben, as we close here, I do want to end on an MCU note. Of course. Th- think about the box office. What do you think will be the highest grossing Marvel film next year, MCU film next year?
1: I I think it'll be Guardians 3.
0: Yep, I think yeah. so, too. <laughs> I think it's might be the first Guardians one to hit a billion also. I think it's got a really good chance to hit a billion. Hope so. second cool. so one made it over 800. And that uh-huh. holiday special I think is going to boost it. But I'm going to tell you guys this thing. Right, I'm going to tell you guys what. what. The Marvels might make a billion. Captain Marvel made over a billion. Now, to that point though, this was the film before Endgame. So I feel like people thought it was kind of like homework. Like we need to go see Captain Marvel to understand Endgame, which she really didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I, we'll see. I don't think Ant Man's going to hit it, Ben. Unfortunately, I I, I hope it does. But Ant Man movies don't make that much money. But I think Ben, what it can do, is make close to eight hundred, nine hundred million. I think it can do those numbers, because of its more serious nature. Yeah. You know, so we'll we'll have to wait and see. But I agree with you. I think Guardians Three Ben will will probably make the most money. And I think for all you DC fans, I'll I'll make this quick for you. I think the Flash will actually make the most money, box office wise. I think uh, seeing Michael because they're going to promote the hell. They're going to show Mark Michael Keaton all the marketing. So
2: oh yeah, They're just yeah. Gonna,
0: they're, they're just going to promote Michael Keaton, and we're all going to forget that it's actually a Flash movie. So yep, you know, we'll have to. We'll have to wait and see about that one, but yeah. So that, there we go, guys. So Ben, what? Tell us again your ten, your 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 top ten, and I'll I'll reveal mine.
1: Yes. So number ten, Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Uh, number nine, John Wick four. Number eight, Super Mario Brothers. Number seven, The Marvels. Uh, six, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Five, Oppenheimer. Four, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. These are long titles, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning One, and. Just say Indy5. <laughs> number one, Indiana Jones and the epic fridge of the Dial of the Destiny Skull, Lost Ark, Raid at Temple of Doom. Crusade. Yep. All right. Indy5, also known as.
0: There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> My ten through one. Number ten, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Number nine, Scream Six. Just God, I can't believe I have a Scream movie in my top ten. at this bit? Number eight, Fast X. Number seven, my man John Wick Chapter Four. Number six, Elemental. Number five, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Number four, Creed Creed Creed. I said Creed three times, so that's Creed three. Number three, Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Mania. Number two. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. God, these are long titles. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One and Number One, the greatest movie of all time. I'm just kidding. Uh, Oppenheimer uh, is my number one most anticipated film of next year. Uh, my Instagram. When we get close to release, it's going to be annoying as hell when uh, more promotional material starts coming out of that film. Actually, but I kind of wanted to get like all of us together to go see Oppenheimer just so I can be a pain in the ass, all of you guys. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh but yeah guys share with us in the comments your most anticipated um films for 2023 did ben and i miss the film are you guys mad that we didn't have dune part two in our top 10 it was at least in his normal mentions so you got to give him credit for that okay he put in his normal mentions i just didn't have it bite me so there you have it ben it's the end of the year do you want to say anything else to the listeners as we uh close out even though it's december 5th (laughs) we're recording (laughs) You're on me, buddy.
1: Well, that joke went over well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thank you to all the listeners. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us. Hope you're enjoying all the content we're giving to you. We love doing it. Uh, Every episode is a blast. So, yeah. And happy, happy
0: New Year. Except for that Star Wars episode we did a few years ago. All right. All right. We're new. (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? The funny thing is, I think this one was almost as long the the last one we did. <laughs> yeah, for whatever yeah. reason we just can't get a Star a Wars drinking episode right. <laughs> There's too much stuff. We got the MCU down pretty good though, so I don't know. Well, true, true. Yeah, I, I just want to thank you guys for listening. We've been at this for two years now. Um, this is like a good, you know, you know, when you have stuff going on in personal life and stuff, it's kind of good. To, it's, this is good therapeutic stuff for for myself, so speaking. You know, just to kind of. Sit back and talk about film every once in a while, you know, with 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 some film friends every you know every other week or every week. Um, we kind of got off, you know, our schedule a little bit. We're gonna be back kind of to a weekly weekly schedule starting next year. Um but yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much for just being on this journey with us. And I hope 2023 is you know, I I, I didn't I, I I never want this thing to be big. I said never wanted to. I knew this thing was gonna be a slow moving process, Ben of just like, you know, getting listeners, getting followers. But you know, we were looking at our Spotify rap the other day, and I was like, yeah, I I love the direction we're going. Uh the Patreon we kind of stepped away from. I kinda I want to get that back going. I just we gotta find a better approach and what we put on there. So that's stuff we're gonna that I will work on in 2023. I keep simmering to YouTube, and at the moment, I don't really want to. Yeah, I I slept on it, Ben. A lot of times, I just think this format right now for us is the way to go. So we're we're gonna hold off, excuse me, on YouTube stuff right now. But one thing you can count on, we're gonna have more actor and actor's retrospectives in the be in the future. Actually, the way I have it on my calendar, we're never gonna have two coming out in January. Uh, so I'm gonna go over that with Ben as soon as we're done recording, and we got a lot of fun stuff planned. And I think as well, I'm gonna go over this with Ben too when we're done recording. I have some uh, a new way a new kind of ad idea that I want to sprinkle. on. I have a new idea that we're going to test out in 2023. I'm curious. And it, it came to my mind then when I was at of all places, just jamming out in the car. It just came <laughs> to my mind. I was literally like on the way home from the gym. and I was like, I was jamming out and I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. And I didn't have mm-hmm. an ad playing. I was just listening to a song. and I was like, <laughs> the idea just came to me. So I was like, I got to go over this with Ben. So um, I was listening to Dua Lipa. Nice. She's, she's always gonna jam out too, man. I love oh yeah, her. Yep. So but yeah, guys, I just I I I'm just grateful for the listeners we have and the listeners we'll continue to have, all the guests we have, um, and we'll continue to have. Um it's been fun. I love going on this journey with you guys. And you know, well, I love talking film with Ben. And it's just you can't have a better co-host. Thanks, I'm just kidding. I had to get my Dakota Johnson reference in for the day, Ben, because bad and Webb got delayed to 2024. So I had to get my Dakota reference in there for the day. So right. but happy new year, guys. Let's, conquer t- let's uh, enjoy yourselves, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends. Next episode will be our best of 2022. And then uh, we will continue on forward with uh, with the rest of uh, great content in the near future. So, happy new year. We love you, 3000. And we'll see you in 2023.
2: Toodaloo.